Well, that's recording again. Fuck, man. All that content is gone. What Done. happened to it? I deleted it because you your levels it. weren't good. You motherfucker. You ate all my beautiful words. But you don't need no stinking credit, huh? Uh, <laughs> I, I want to sneak that in there again. You just want to sneak in that Bay shit, huh? Because I'm from the Bay. I'm Are right? you? Yeah, I am. when? Um, since forever. Can you just bring your mic down just a little bit? Oh my God! How many more tweaks are we going to make? Thank you. Well, I mean, you are the hardest person to fucking catch on, on this podcast. This is perfect. <laughs> I don't know why you you are the the fucking problem child, bro. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Cedric. Ah, this is Dressy. And this is Ben. And we're through the crate, digging through cultural and current events through the hip hop <laughs> lens. Let's get to it. <laughs> yes. How are we doing today, guys? We're doing we're good. You know what? I, I like this. I like that energy. Let's do that. to hijack this motherfucker yeah. one time. This, this is the Cedric intro takeover episode. Oh, snap. <laughs> it's only happening once in a lifetime, so don't get used to it. Hey. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. So- but, yeah, you know, basic stuff going on. I'm just running my mouth again, making sure the levels are good. How, You're fine. I, I've good? already checked everything. Okay. I just wanted you to tweak your mic a little bit. That's it. All right. And then you just had to get... See, look. And then you like to move around. So then when I'm in post-production, I'm trying to make sure that you're good. And if then... you guys could see me, I'm panning around the microphone so my voice sounds stereo. <laughs> That's not how it works. All right. <laughs> anyway. so, so let's just get into it, guys. Um... <laughs> What do we got? What do we got for uh, new? some news? Like, some some new stuff that happened, man. So we we talked about it last time. Drake gave away a million dollars. Yeah. In his God's Plan video. Uh huh. But from one Jew to another, Rosenberg <laughs> was not having it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> he, I don't know what his big issue was. He. Well, I think he thought it was it was just disingenuous because um, he has his own personal. Doesn't like giving money away. Is that his he, thing? Well, he's no. Well. I think uh, Rosenberg has his own personal issues with Drake. And so when there's some things that are conflicting, like, you know, this guy is looking like some great guy in this video, giving away all this money. And then all of a sudden, like in behind the scenes, like you're kind of a dick to that person. That's going to skew their view of what you're doing. Like if I just saw Trump giving away money, I'm going to be like, you're still a fucking asshole, though. You come know on, I mean? come on. Trump was throwing out paper towels to people in Puerto Rico. <laughs> All right? He's a giver. <laughs> I forgot about Did that. Did you see his follow-through, yeah. though? He had that follow-through. Oh, God. I'm not giving that man a compliment ever. Um, but, uh, so I think that was the issue. Um, another thing I think is um, interesting about it is the way that he talked about when uh, fucking Drake called him. He was like, he was... Very passionate about this. Like, Wait, he was, Drake called Rosenberg? Yeah, he called him and yelled at him passionately. Uh. <laughs> oh, jeez. Passion. Pa- passion. I just thought it was interesting to see this, this man... Drake has passion. ...talk about how much passion was Drake, Drake the used passion, in his man. voice. <laughs> passion <laughs> fruit. Um, hey. But yeah, I mean, it's... It, but then the, the, uh, the conversation becomes like, you know... It's cool to be giving now. So like what's 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 cool about giving is like like um what is it? Like everybody's like giving out stuff for the Black Panther movie and like it's cool to be like conscious and woke and you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. cool to be um to give back, you know? 
to your community, whether that's, you know, monetarily or, you know, with your own time, things that yeah. are intangible, stuff like that. So yeah. activism and shit is exactly like it's cool. Now. Yeah. Um, so it's it's just an interesting uh conversation around that, like because it started making me think that we always want to take ownership over something that we are doing for the, someone else. And how I giving see. is a selfish act because you feel good when you give to somebody else. But that man, I, I hope everyone feels good giving. Right. And I hope they feel so good giving they give more. Right. And more. Right. And more. Like I mean it's but I just think that the con like to think about that concept about how it is selfish to give to be unselfish. Right. You know but, what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like but, it's it's a very interesting, contradicting but, statement, but but I love it because the end goal is someone gets helped. Right. Yeah. And that's why I feel like Rosenberg is just a little out of pocket on this. It's like, dude, he, the dude gave away a million dollars, regardless of how it looks and whether he did it for attention or not. Yeah. He still gave away a million dollars. When's the last time you gave away a million dollars? Uh, shit. I wish I had a million dollars to give away. So I, I just, I mean, let's take, instead of getting mad that people are being disingenuous with, right. their, with their giving or with their activism in this, these woke times... Let's just embrace the wokeness and let motherfuckers keep doing good. Yeah. Fuck. I agree. Um, what else is happening now? Um, well, since we're in VSOP studios, you know what I'm saying? Sound hey, better. And I got my gear on. I got my oh, motherfucking hoodie on. I'm official. Like it's I got official. my jersey though, bro. She, she hey. got her. She got her stripes and shit. Hey. All you need now chain. are your battle stars. <laughs> My Rockefeller, yeah, it's chaining day. Yes, last night was chaining night. Yeah. We all got our sweatshirts. That was what's up. Happy birthday to Matt. Uh, oh, yeah, happy birthday, Matt. Yeah, fucking dope-ass party at the studio last night. Um, Ty is now hungover. I'm actually feeling good. I drank a good amount of water d- throughout the night, but I also drank a good amount of whiskey. Awesome. So. Um, I, I unfortunately was able to make it. Yeah. And, um, unfortunately, Gerbo wasn't able to make it either. Yes. Um... Uh, um <laughs> Mr. G. Erbo, who is a frequent here at VSOP Yes, he does record, uh, um, record here. Unfortunately, got um, locked up. On Thursday, right? I think it was on Thursday, yeah. It was, it was, yeah. It was either Thursday or Friday. Um, he got caught riding dirty uh, through the city of Chicago. You know, him, the he two guys a- he was with had pistols on him. Um, illegal. And it just came out now. Um, the, the first reports I heard uh, was that he was going to be able to get bailed out here sometime soon. Um, but now it's saying he's being held with no bail. Mm. Um, and his next court date's not till the 2nd of March. So, I mean, that's two weeks from now, but still, that's fucked. Yeah. That's pretty so, fucked. Or not two weeks, that's next week, right? It's next week, I think it's Thursday. But, um, yeah, so, what the fuck, man? It's crazy, because I just shook that man's hand, like, on Wednesday. Yeah. And he was, like, hopping, like, he was working. Like, he's he came in here, he laid down some shit. And then went to another studio, laid down some shit. Like he was on what doing what he's supposed to do. I just I it's like I, I don't understand it because I'm not a hood nigga. Right. So I, I don't understand like when you are doing so well for yourself and, and like you're helping out like you you're you are the moneymaker for everyone on your team and I'm assuming his family, like his he's got a baby on the way, like yeah. all this other stuff. I don't understand the reasons why you would put yourself in those risky situations. But also, I know that he still has to go back to where these, you know, he lives in Chicago. Like, you got to also deal with the shit that you were dealing with that you put in your songs all the time. Right. So it's a it's a, it's a, a hard thing for me to actually judge 
Because, like, of my, my common sense would be like, yo, why the fuck are you riding around with a gun? But I also don't understand that life. So there's a reason why people ride around with guns. So, I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, I mean, when you when your profile gets that big, you become a target. So, exactly. Uh, I, I get it. And then, being from Chicago and living here, he, he still has all these times when he would have to go by, like, areas that he grew up in where right. he saw his family, friends, uh, you know, all sorts of things. There's just trying to find new musicians to work with and things right. like that. So, uh, I, I get it. It's mm-hmm. just that, um, the, you, you have to, you have to build a separation. Yeah. So it's like, you know what? Maybe somebody else should be in charge of protecting me. Exactly. You know? Maybe I shouldn't have this on me. Yeah. I mean, and maybe there should be a licensed, like, you you can carry, like, in the state of Illinois, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's concealing carry, but again, dude, it's it's almost like, how do how do rich people get caught up on taxes, on not paying their taxes? Like you have enough money to hire an accountant to handle your taxes, True. right? So why are you True. getting locked up for not paying your taxes, Wesley Snipes? It's, it's, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, it's because there's there's gaps there. there there's, mm-hmm. there's people missing the mark, and so this is one of those instances where someone missed the mark, you know, yeah. and... Um, unfortunately in hip hop, part of what makes you popular is, is having a persona, right? you know, and keeping and your, your keeping street Keeping it authentic. Cred. It has to be authentic, you know, yeah. and if you are about the streets, if you're from the streets, the streets have to respect it. And, you know, if you, if, I don't know if you've ever seen any of his like IG lives or anything, mm-hmm. but he pulls up in the hood and his fucking badass car and says yeah. what's up to people and he you know he's he's, he's, he's a connected. man yeah yeah so that, that's part of his persona so right. it makes sense to me but i don't understand it because like you said he's the breadwinner mm-hmm. so i hope i hope you know what i'm saying this is an uh an eye-opening situation for him yeah and you know just hire you know Hire one of your guys. Send him through the class. Let him get yeah. the, the the concealed carry thing, mm-hmm. and pay him to be a security. Let that right. be the way you support your people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Legit jobs. So, you know, just just so I hope it's a learning experience. You know, right. so um, I don't think it'll be a major case. You know, I, mm-hmm. I don't think he'll be locked up for a long time, but definitely, uh, definitely will. Uh, oh, he's showing us the picture. I hope he, I hope Let me he, see that again. I hope he learns from this. Yo, those are some badass looking guns. It's crazy. Yeah. With the extendos. Yeah, I know. Uh, Sheesh. But it's like, well, I always thought that getting arrested for a gun charge in New York was the rite of passage yeah. as a rapper. Right. Well, now you don't want to get caught in New York with a gun. It's m- mandatory minimums. Mm-hmm. Plaxico Burr's got a year. Remember that? He shot himself in the leg in a club. Oh, God. Yeah, Nicki. <laughs> There's a song where Nicki Minaj brings that up. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> so it's just, uh-huh. you know, it's it sucks that, you know, our culture is one in which the rite of passage is to go to jail or to catch yeah. a case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I'll, but here we are. Right. But it's, it's weird. You know, sometimes when you're walking around with... Uh, like tens of thousand dollars worth of money around your neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta protect it. Right. But again, it's the catch twenty two almost. Yeah. You know, the whole gun debate is one we can definitely, you know, have. But. Right. <laughs> exactly. There's a lot in there. So. Um. 
So speaking of, we were talking about gun charges in New York. Segway. Takashi Six Nine, who is from New York, went out to LAX or LA, and uh, it appeared as though um, he got jumped, but. After, <laughs> he got jumped. Yeah, but that's what everyone kept saying is that he was like that was the first um, initial uh, like report that yeah. oh some blood some goons like right. hit him up for like hey I'm in L A and then also did y'all see that there was a video out um, that he he had his his rag on the wrong side trying to be a blood like come on man you can't come to L A with that like anyway but um. <laughs> Uh, and I don't even know, go- like, I guess I only know gang co- culture because of all the documentaries I watch. But, <laughs> so I'm like a nerd about it in that's this good. sense. Oh, that's fine. But, it's um, good to be educated. Yeah, I mean, life. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, so he wasn't jumped by any L.A. goons. Nope. Apparently these people weren't even from L.A. Nope. Um, and They're from Houston, t- I believe. Yeah, and there were two, it was two grown men. And I guess they wanted to fight, like, I, according to the other side, not even Takashi said. Takashi said that. Actually, no, I don't fucking remember what Takashi said. Did, you, did y'all watch that? Vaguely, I didn't really care. It, 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 <laughs> I, I I almost don't like giving this light because it feels like it was a publicity stunt, right? Because his album did happen to drop a few days after this incident happened. Uh-huh. Um, which? Oh my god! I just yeah. wanted to write it. Yeah, so <laughs> which is, uh, I mean. I don't get some of this new music, but cool, whatever. Um, but um, it just really felt like a publicity stunt mm-hmm. because he's he's Instagramming all this shit about I can't be touched. I'm good in every hood. I wish some people would try to test me. Blah blah blah. Bars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, man. Like it's just it seems like a lot of extra, a lot of fluff, a lot of puffing up the chest, right? And, Flexing for no reason. Mm-hmm. Just go go to your city, do your shows, make your money, and fucking go on to the next one. Why you need all this extra shit? Yeah. So, you know, it's, again, it's frustrating when, you know, the, the culture of rap is one, or hip-hop is one in which you have to show how manly and how, and how strong and powerful you are. Alpha male type shit. Yeah. Like, just get your bag and go home. <laughs> Fuck, man. Yeah. I mean, but that's it's some young nigga shit. Like, Nobody really thinks about it. Like, you, you learn these things when you get older. Like, you're not thinking, you're not analyzing things as a young person. Like, you're not, anal- like, digging into things deep, you know? I don't know. That's what it is. Yeah, I guess, man. I mean, and, uh, I mean, yeah. 6 9 colorful hair guy, if you don't know who he is. Uh. Let's check academics page. That's all he ever fucking posted. <laughs> That's it. That's it. If you want to know who 6ix9ine is, don't go to 6ix9ine's page. No. Go to fucking <laughs> academics. <laughs> I'm calling it now, dude. They're like... Butt buddies? I don't know, dude. They're, they're, they're getting paid. Yeah. Uh, it's money. payola, but not because yeah. he's There's a There's something blog. going on, dude. Yeah. There's something going on, bro. Every post on academics page is freaking 6ix9ine. Yeah. Every single one. Damn near. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. So, we'll see. Did we even, like, explain that? Like, I feel like we were just so tired of talking about that that topic that we just was like, yeah, this happened. What yeah. happened? Oh. 
We talked Let's, about it. <laughs> that's it. Like we, I feel like we just got the like energy sucked out of us just because we didn't care about that shit. <laughs> well, you know, just it, like whatever. It, I mean, there's there's actually similarities between this and the last thing. Uh, basically, it's just like if you're if you're moving up in the whole hip hop thing, and then you end up doing the thing where you get a lot more money, you get a lot more attention, and you try to establish yourself. So it's like all this puffery and like, even if you're not talking about, I I can bang with the best, mm-hmm. nobody can touch me. You talk about other things, you're like, I'm the best rapper coming up. And it's just like such competitiveness and such a, so much fighting involved in that that right. you end up with these, making yourself a target of people that are like, not nearly on your level, mm-hmm. even though you're exactly. so low. Exactly. So, I mean, you you got to watch yourself because, because so many people. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was dope. <laughs> no, but it's, it's true. There's a lot of competition. Yeah. You know, and you'll end up getting into stupid beefs that can potentially end your career. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you got till it's gone, right? Yeah. Hey. Um, kind of like, you know, I mean, 6 9 has a a beef with a guy who he used to be friends with, uh, Trippy Red, mm-hmm. and it's just like, again, stupid nonsense. I feel like all these these like beefs nowadays are just like Instagram, yeah, like Snapchat beefs, and they're just posting videos back and forth about shit and reacting to how the other person has some shit happen to him. It's like you guys know each other. Well, if you guys got a problem with each other, meet up and handle it. Right, never happens. It's right. always through Instagram. Uh, but this this should be red guy. Didn't really know too much about him. I did hear rumblings about him and Six Nine having issues. Mm-hmm. But uh, he did drop this video uh, for a song uh, with Travis Scott. Uh, we we actually watched that right before. What did you guys think about that? It was trippy. <laughs> hey, yeah. uh, I I described it as um, like a combo of uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and. Uh, Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> Yo, I didn't even. I don't even know what the fuck that shit was. Like, I didn't. I didn't get the. I didn't. I didn't get it. Dark Night, Dumbo. Dumbo. Yeah. That's the isn't name that, of the song. Isn't that weird? Because doesn't what you have a song called Gummo? He does. So what is this whole Ummo Six thing? Six Nine has a song called Gummo. Yeah. What is this whole Ummo thing? Am I missing it? I or? wish I knew. I'm, I'm too old. I'm over thirty. Oh, okay. I, I couldn't yeah. tell you. Yeah. Couldn't tell you. Cool. Moving on. Uh, the video was yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> like it was just like a, a mix of like Walking Dead and zombies. Or yeah, it really reminded me of some of these uh these video games that are out there because it was just mm-hmm. like yeah. endless rounds fired as they're shooting these. <laughs> Undead hillbilly things. Yes, <laughs> yes, they were like hillbillies, but they were like zombie hillbillies or something. But they were semi sentient. They were sentient. Maybe like that? mutants um, or something. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, yeah. I just thought it was it was interesting. Like my the the part where I laughed was when Travis Scott was just shooting like his AR just. <laughs> Just, like, like it was like it was nothing. Like, yeah, like his head was like just back, and he yeah, just, he's just pulling the trigger with his head right. back, like he's just letting loose. Like, it was just a so, load, they, literally. They were, they were, you would never be able to shoot an AR like that ever. No, no. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, 
I think the video definitely adds to the song. Just like with the ridiculousness of the video um, and the ridiculousness of the song. Yo, that, that chorus is hot, though. The, chorus, the hook is hot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Wait, shit. I think I forgot it already. That shit, I was yelling it earlier before we started the cast. Yeah. But yeah, um, Trippie Red is an ugly motherfucker. Oh, damn. <laughs> that I'm motherfucker. Going in the personal attack. I'm sorry, bro. but he's ugly. So what if someone said you were ugly? Would that have, That's their opinion. Does that change their opinion of your opinion? No. And <laughs> how does him being ugly change your opinion of his music? And I've never said that. Oh, okay. What the fuck? Up. You brought it up now. I was just, just curious why you brought it up. Just because it was an observation from the video. Oh. We're talking about the fucking video. What the hell, dude? <laughs> yeah. I hope he's not listening to this. I don't give a fuck if he is. you see how many guns he was shooting in that video? Oh, my God. He can shoot I will you in the fucking face. call the police on him. I dare you. You gonna snitch? Yes, I'll snitch on your ass. I'm not a hook, hey, nigga. I am not. Snitch. I will be a snitch. I will be that motherfucker to call the cops on your ass. Don't fuck with me. I will sue the fuck out of you, too. You got money? Hell yeah. Come on. <laughs> Threaten my ass, nigga. He did have some Beats headphones on. I'm buying so a new house. He's yeah. got that Beats money, yo. I, I'm closing on the 12th. I need that money. Let's go ahead and get that reno hey. going. Come on, Trippy. <laughs> That's all I got to say. But anyway, moving on from these uh, dumbo, gummo, shummo, pummo yeah. niggas. Um, There's more tunes that's out. Or, yeah, that was recently released. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, some people that we definitely big up from the uh, Black Panther soundtrack, S-O-B-R-B-E. Yeah. Released uh, a Bay project. Shit. Gangin'. Mm-hmm. Bunch of kids from the Bay. Yeah, we have yet to listen to that one, but we're we definitely, definitely will in. check that out. It, mm-hmm. it, it dropped already this week. Um, Earth Gang dropped an EP, Royalty. Yeah, haven't touched that one yet. I definitely will. I'm excited mm-hmm. to get into that. Yeah, same. The uh, we were talking earlier about how it's kind of funny because this is like the third in a series of EPs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just we we talk all all the time about how the uh, the way this music dropping is different. Right. So it's yeah. like the Friday thing. It's Fridays mm-hmm. now, yep. Yeah. Um, it's an interesting take. I, I It went from Friday, from Tuesdays to Fridays, right? Yeah. Everything yeah. used to drop on a Tuesday, right? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to make sure I was... Anyway, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah. Um, them, I, 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 find, I don't know. It's kind of funny because I think that their music is kind of cohesive enough that it would have fit as an album. But I think they're thinking about sales and maintaining like... Uh, buzz and things mm-hmm. like that, but I'm I'm definitely gonna check it out. Yeah, I've liked their old stuff. Everything coming from Cali right now, for the most part, except for Earth Earth Gang. Earth Gang's not Cali, but like if you like Black Panther, yeah, uh, Nipsey Hustle, yeah, Cause uh, Cause Cause, yeah, <laughs> fucking everybody, Cali on the map, bitch. Yeah, but anyway, Michelle, uh. Another one that is out, Mr. Tokyo, mm-hmm. www. Dot, uh, Chicago. Yep. Definitely should check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a, some connections to VSOP, sort of. He recorded some of it, too, uh, but here in Chicago as well. So yeah. Local uh, guy. Check mm-hmm. it out. Uh, but, man, when you guys listen to albums, I've, I've kind of been thinking about this. 
been thinking about this thing. We, we listen to albums all the time, but I've always wondered, like, what are you guys looking for when you're when you're listening to the albums? You know, like, what's what's a good album? What's a bad album? Like, what 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 makes it good? You know, I mean, I've had like a, a general criteria, or is it just what makes you feel good? Um, you go first. You know, my initial thought is I don't want to be annoyed. It's like there's plenty of music out there. So I don't want to listen to stuff that's just like a waste of time mm-hmm. or just cheesy and corny. True. I think it has, uh, so the the music, the music has to grab me, of course, like the beat. Mm-hmm. I like people that are actually talking about something. So that's also something that uh, I look for. And then I also look for like the charisma on the mic. Is there something different? Is there, uh, do I believe you? Um, yeah, that, I think that's kind of some of the things that I look listen for. Yeah. What do you think about um, originality? Originality does play a part as well. Have, have I heard this flow before? Yeah. Have I heard this this style before? At the same time, I like familiarity with some things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's definitely like these waves. Like I remember a few years ago when I was like, if Future's on this, I'm like more likely to listen to a song. Right. When he had his big buzz going, he was the man yeah. after DS2. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What about you? I mean, I've, I I kind of broke it down a little bit. Like, I was thinking, so the production value, you know, how did the beat sound? Mm-hmm. How does it kind of flow? Was there cohesion in, in the in the actual musical element? Um, Like the raps? Like, I was thinking about like raps, right? Like. You want to hear good raps on a on an album, obviously. Like you want to hear someone rapping technically well. Yeah. You know, like you want to make sure they have their. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> wrong one. <laughs> technically, but it's, yeah. But it's like you know, technically well. Like, um, just an example, I guess. To me, Logic is a like a technically sound rapper mm-hmm. where he can do things with his voice and with his syllables and cadences that are pretty difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then I think um, on top of that, you also have to play the lyrics, like what they're actually saying. Mm-hmm. But I think those two may not be connected. Right. You know, like I can enjoy an album if it's rapped well and they may not be saying a lot. Right. Because of the cadence and stuff. That's right. Because it, it it sounds good. Right. Because it's like a good cadence and it's like a good flow. Mm-hmm. Even if they're not saying something versus someone who may have the deepest lyrics, but it's just the flow boring. is just kind of boring or their voice mm-hmm. is kind of boring mm-hmm. or the performance itself is boring. You it's know, John. so it's cause. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> You've been hating on cause, man. I'm not hating though. It's just, there, there's potential there. It's just, just boring. So you just need to figure mm-hmm. it out. Um, you know, like, does as an album, like, why am I listening to this album? Does it flow? Is there a cohesion there? Is you know, does the title of the album match what the songs yeah, like are the about? Theme. Mm-hmm. You know, is there a theme? Does it doesn't have to be a concept album? Right. I don't need you to be like a Kendrick every album and have a deep concept. But, but like, don't ev- doesn't every album have like a theme though? It should have at least have right? a theme. You know, like a thesis statement. Like yeah. this is what this album's about. Here are the songs. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be around this thing. You know. Yeah. 
Um, and just a general vibe, you know? Do I want to play it again? Like, mm-hmm. you know, does it, how does it make me feel when I put it on? Right. Make me feel good? Make me feel good. Oh, that should be a Z on there? No, nah, that would be Oh, dope. shit. You got to get that. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to start pressing shit. Oh, all right. Cool. Anyway, but go ahead. Um, no, but yeah, I mean, you know. So what if we? What would we break it down to if, like, we're judging? Because this is—is is this about albums or is this about rappers or this is about albums? Like, albums. Yeah, I mean, so albums. If we were to judge like albums, would you? So would we break it down into like what type of like categories? I guess we'd break it down into how good it sounds. No, I, I, production raps. Mm-hmm. Theme and just like vibe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, speaking of those, hey, let's talk about the victory lap. There we go. Found one. Oh my God. <laughs> Found one that works. <laughs> yeah. That works. <laughs> See, I need later. to start labeling these. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, this is by Nipsey. Hustle. He is a crip from the Rolling Sixties. Um, Where's that? Oh, if I know, <laughs> Crenshaw and Slauson. I'm assuming. Okay, is that in L.A.? Yes. Oh, okay, he's from Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if you would have let me get to it, I would have said it. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm I'm ready. Yeah. Um, and he, I haven't listened to a ton of his music before, but if you you're not familiar with him, he is the person that um sold his album. Crenshaw for a hundred dollars a piece, um, the day before I guess he dropped it digitally, if I'm correct, right? Isn't that who that way? I don't know. Um, and I mean, like he's he's been around for a long time. He's been dropping mixtapes after mixtape after mixtape, and I guess this is like his debut big album. Right. So I think he was on like Def Jam or something like that, and, and they then dropped, dropped. Yeah. And then. He just signed up. He, he basically built up uh, All Money In, his music group, I guess. Um, and, you know, started like the marathon whole thing, uh, like marathon clothing, like he's got his clothing store, all that other shit. Um, oh, hence Victory Lab. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Themes. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, shit. So, yeah, so. Um, I didn't listen to a ton of Nipsey Hussle before this. Um, I've he- heard him here and there, never had any problems with him, but he also just wasn't uh, somebody I would listen to all the time. Um, what were your guys' thoughts going into this album before you, like, were you guys excited for it? Were you guys, like, like had any emotions toward it, I guess? I don't know. I mean, I was kind of similar to you, where I mm-hmm. didn't listen to a lot of his music prior to mm-hmm. this. I, I heard of it... Um, you know, being from the Bay, I don't know. It's just that L.A. sound sometimes. You're just like, yeah, okay, whatever. You know, it's like, it's hella L.A., you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the L.A. sound, though. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 all right. It's just at some point, it's just like, ugh, I don't know. It's so L.A. sometimes. Um, <laughs> but I just didn't really listen to a lot of Nipsey Hussle before this. Mm-hmm. Um, so going into it. There was a lot of buzz behind, a lot of hype, and I, I think I heard him talking about it before it came out, saying he signed a one-album deal with Atlantic just to help push this album. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was looking forward to it, I guess, because West Coast guy dropping his first major label, you know, I was like, all right, let's do it. Let's see what you got. So 
I was excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You too? I, <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't as familiar with him. Uh the only one I really knew was uh when he did uh Fuck Donald Trump YG. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was a song that came that does very well done. Yeah. It's a good song. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Um I'm expecting some good music out mm-hmm. of this. Uh honestly, he there were some comments that Nipsey Hussle made about things like mm-hmm. <laughs> manhood and things yep. like that. And I was not really a fan of. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say what, same what did he say? I mean, it was that one thing that he um he posted a picture of uh like the, the I'm not sure if we're talking about yeah, the same thing. Yeah, it was like the it was like the, uh young guys who were working like, about and I I remember the statement now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he posted this picture just for for context for the listeners, but he posted this picture online uh in regards to like the a, a bunch of kids that were like suited and booted, I guess like somebody like threw a banquet for them. I guess, you know. And he was like, this is what we need. We need more images of this, of our black men. Nothing, no, uh, the one thing that stood out to me was no homosexual shit going on in this. And he can't even, you don't know if any of these kids are gay or not. And that was something that uh, DeRay, um, I think, was he on Pod Save America? or Pod Pod Save the People. People. There you go. Pod Save the People. um, Like he's the dude that... um, does a lot of shit with Black Lives Matter. He's the one that has the Patagonia vest on all the time. Um, but anyway, uh, like he went at him for that too. He was like, you don't know shit about this. Like why why is homosexuality not going to be strong? Because he was saying like, these are strong black kids. And this right. is what we need to start. You know, like why, but you're saying, and then you say no homosexuality, no, none of this other shit being depicted. Why are you saying that gay men aren't strong? Like, like you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it was it was a very divisive um, uh, comment, I guess. Yeah. And so that turned me off from him. But that was recent, so that's why I'm saying like, uh, it's not like that happened, and I didn't want to listen to his music. Right. It was just like I've heard of him. I liked his swag, but I also thought thought that we got Snoop. So it's like they kind of they kind of resembled uh, each other musically to me. Um, and I never really was a huge Snoop fan either. So, but anyway, um, so yeah, day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that that was just something that rubbed me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. But it, it to me, it, it didn't make me not want to go into the listening to this record. And and the way he explained that afterwards, if I believe he was like, yeah, commenting on how the media portrays black men, yeah. right. He will, he's like saying like there's no he's like there's nothing wrong with it. It's just when the media portrays black men, they're usually you know uh, in a more passive role. Mm-hmm. And that was the way he had explained it away. It was just like they're usually you know oh it's 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 the gay guy or it's the smart guy with glasses and like a button up. There's no like in between. There's type no of thing. like strong regular man. It's like dude like. What are you talking? It's, yeah. it's it's okay. Like, yeah. I get what it, he was it, trying. I, I get it, and I don't because it kind of sounds like I have an album coming out. I don't want to piss out, piss off too many people with mm-hmm. this comment that I made. So it's like a kind of a, a half step back. Um, but it's like, I mean, there's other ways to make that point. You mm-hmm. know, there's definitely other ways to make that point. You know, I mean, if he, even if you know, because I get it. Like, there's been a lot of movies out with like the black dude in a dress or something. Yeah. Like, I've heard that argument before. Right. Yeah. 
But it's like, that's kind of not what you said. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not how it came off. Right. Yeah. I, I also think that we, there's there's a balance, because you don't want to get too far into that. Like, mm-hmm. it's not necessary for every black man in every movie to always be strong right. and assertive. Right. It's like, right. Exactly. Like, there are different kinds of people. And that was one it's, of the problems that I had with that. It's just like, right. oh, no homosexual stuff. It's like, you know what? If there's a homosexual black guy in some show... It's okay because they exist. Right. right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> there should be all forms of us being portrayed. Yeah. I guess. You know what I mean? Because so. I mean you could take it in a totally different way and mm-hmm. you still have a problem. You're like, well, every black male is a strong, dominating thing. It's exactly. like, oh now we're all afraid of the black man. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then that's exactly. a totally different issue mm-hmm. that we have to deal with. So Right. So I mean, I know he tried to like explain it away, but that was something that rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. yeah. It was whatever. For sure. And you but, you uh, definitely get through what he's saying on the album that like entrepreneurship and leadership is like part of his like his whole being. Right, that's who he is. Yeah. Which is kind of funny cuz he like dropped out of school at like 14. Right. Mm-hmm. But he's still <laughs> right. found his way. He, he right. talks about just transitioning from from hustling and grinding to trying to be more of a businessman. Right. So let's get into it. Um what did you guys think about the album? Do we want to do an overall? Do we want to just... Let's just dive the fuck in. Like, get splashes in there. Fuck, I don't have a splash button. Take a few steps back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, he definitely did that. Um, I, I just want to... We got the answers, man. I don't know what else we have. Uh, no, so the album. Yeah. Victory Lab. Um, it's got a theme. Mm-hmm. Victory Lab, right? Mm-hmm. Um... I don't know, man. I, I overall, generally, I generally really enjoyed this record. Um, I mean, he has charisma on the mic. Uh, he has a voice that I I like. Kind of that slight raspiness. I always like my rap rappers with a little bit of raspiness. I mm-hmm. like a raspy rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, it, to me, I get more passion in your voice. I hear it. Um, we got lyrics on this thing. Yeah. Um, he's got storytelling on this thing. Uh, the production is definitely very crispy. Sorry, I just I, thought I, it'd be funny <laughs> if I start making a beat out of you. <laughs> but go ahead. But yeah, the production is crispy. You said, uh, yeah. Yeah, and it's, I, I don't say, you know, it's unique. Mm-hmm. Um, you This doesn't sound just like, you know, some other album, which you'll see sometimes, like, a bunch of people using the same producers right. to run through. Right. He definitely didn't use the same producers. He definitely didn't use the same flow that everybody's using these days. He switched you up know? his flow a couple times. He switched up the flow on different songs, mm-hmm. which I just wanted to give him props. Um, there's different beats on here, and he he uses... I mean, he rides, he finds that pocket. Like, yes. Like like the man. Dude. Yeah, he, like that. He hits that pocket and he's sunk in it. Yep. Um, but he still has those lyrics that has you being like, oh shit, what? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, just to bring up a funny point, he said the word nigga so many times on this album. <laughs> <laughs> so many fucking times. But, but he, he is a nigga. I know, but this is like, it's just... He's it was such funny. a nigga. Like, it was so funny to me. There's okay. nothing like you got out of this Nipsey... Out Nipsey album, it's like twenty thousand times. He is a nigga, like, and he he wants you to know that. I remember I made fun of uh, Birdman's song for saying nigga. 
20,000 times in his like verse or whatever. And then I was listening to rap niggas. I was like, he's saying nigga after every line. Every word. Yeah, yeah. Every yeah. line. All right. But the way he said it was dope. You know what I mean? <laughs> I ain't nothing like you motherfucking rap niggas. Like, you, like, the way he was like, nigga, nigga, fuck you, nigga. Like, there was that type of shit. Like, I ain't like y'all, nigga. What? Yeah. That's like, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. You, you um, guys should see Tressa. She's like flexing and shit. I know. Shit. I, just, I just got... I, I should have pushed the chair. She got whored. I just got whored. Whored. You don't even understand though, Britt. I mean, I, I love that this thing does have an L.A. sound even though I just said sometimes the L.A. sound gets old. Mm-hmm. But like, in this instance, with the polish on this, you mm-hmm. know, it's not that like super grimy... Like, I don't know. Some of his mixtapes weren't definitely not as polished as this. Yeah. Um... So it was it was it was appealing to the ear, like it sounded good, um, and mm-hmm. it was refreshing. Yeah, it was so refreshing to hear something that didn't have like an eight oh eight booming in every, every fucking song. Right, like the hi hats weren't just like like it was it was the thirty second note. Yeah, dude, it was such a refreshing sound. Right, throughout this whole thing, so definitely enjoyed it. I don't know. Probably it's it's really funny though. Like one of my least favorite songs was probably the the intro track. Mm. Um, was it too slow for you? It was too slow. <laughs> oh, it was so like it like lulled you into this fucking album, and then like the album I completely disagree hits you like. And then I'm so glad rap niggas comes on after because like it, it's like a slap in the face after that slow ass soft ass victory lap. But it doesn't mean I don't like the song. It's just. For that to be the intro, you're yeah. just like, damn, it's like I'm snoozing. It's like, oh. Nah, I completely oh. disagree. It's like your alarm clock is that nice, soothing, like, wake up, like, <laughs> trickling stream. I completely disagree. Okay. Um, <laughs> I thought that that first track was a nice way to set the tone for the re- way the whole album's going to sound is collectively. Like, I thought that the, f- like, it's a it's a very, like, introspective album I guess because he's he's thinking about a lot of stuff that he did as a young dude he's he's going through and all the stuff that he's going through and all the stuff he's learned along the way and I, I thought that that tra- track had the emotion that it needed to set that tone for it so I understand what you mean about like it being too slow but I also think the way that he was rapping on that song had a lot more passion <laughs> uh, you know what I mean and uh, no, I, I feel like I like the song yeah, but I just I don't think it was too slow to start. I think it it set the tone pretty well. I think it did. And then you go in like this is what like it's like him saying like this is what my story is. This is how I'm gonna tell it. And then he goes into rap niggas and he slaps and you in the face. Exactly, rap niggas. I love that. I mean, I I think that it fit the tone, but uh, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have picked it. And uh-huh. that's said, it's still not a bad song. Right, right. I, and I it doesn't make it a bad album to me. I just mm-hmm. would not have put that one. No, first. I mean, no, I get it. I get like, if, imagine if rap niggas was first. <laughs> that would be crazy, but I think I don't think that that song should have started off the album. I agree, but I, I would have loved Victory Lap to just be I don't know, because everything's not rap niggas on on this album. Oh, I know it's not. Yeah, there's some young niggas. <laughs> hey. Hey. There is with Puffy featured on it. Yeah, uh, just talking. Oh, oh yes. But but wasn't that kind of interesting? Because mm-hmm. I I saw it and it was like uh, the song featuring Puffy. I was like, oh, he's got a verse or anything? He's like, no. He's actually just like, yeah, 
Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like a that. throwback to the 90s because mm-hmm. that was Puffy's role. Right. He did that before, though. But that's what you're supposed to do. There's another song. Uh, uh, I had to go back. He was on an Ab Soul song where he just like said a couple things on the song and it, he still got a feature credit on the fucking song. Yeah. yeah. It's like... Well, I mean... I Puff think that's that big, dude. But th- no, His that's voice. what Puff does, though. He goes, take that. I think that's. I need the feature credit. Like, <laughs> um, that's what Puff does, though. I think Puff, like, he's a producer at heart. He's a Quincy mm-hmm. Jones type yeah. of dude. So, yeah. um, I mean, I think what did they say? They said that like Puff was in the booth with him when he was rapping that shit, just giving him that energy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like trying to, like, let's hype this shit up. And Puff actually chose that song. He was supposed to be on Rap Niggas, and he was supposed to be in the video uh, for Rap Niggas. But because um, uh, Nip said that he wanted it to be like, he wanted it to be like a "Hate Me Now" video when yeah, they were just like going crazy. Yeah. But Puff was like, "Nah, I can't do that. I had just I cashed like a forty-two million dollar check that day. There's no way we're getting that same energy." <laughs> And he was like, so so I guess like Nip played the album and then Puff chose Young Nigga. Yeah. But um I think one thing that that I loved about this album was the sound as well. And I have to give that credit to Puff. He exec- executive uh produced it. Yeah. Um It's just, you know, this the quintessential East Coast guy coming in and doing this West Coast album yeah. that clearly sounds like a West Coast album. Very mm-hmm. West Coast, yes. Yeah. I mean, like he knew it. I think uh for for rap niggas, like rap niggas didn't sound like that before Puff touched it. Uh, I think Puff played him like some type of Ice Cube song and said, "Like this is how your shit is supposed to sound." Yeah, oh. I was I was hearing mm-hmm. about that because I don't know why I should be surprised at all, but right. Puff like has so such a deep West Coast knowledge. Mm-hmm. I mean, let, let's not forget, guys, the type of beats that he had Biggie rapping on back in the day were West Coast sounding shit. Like that was one of the things about Biggie back in the day was like he was rapping on yeah, he was rapping on West Coast sounding, more like melodic sounding beats than what a lot of like he wasn't rapping on like Wu Tang style know. beats. I'd... He was rapping on more melodic and samples and shit. I guess. But I I don't know if that would be a West Coast thing. Is it? I always think about like Motown. Right. Because they were pulling that stuff for samples. Like, yeah. Yeah. They were pulling samples. I wouldn't call that a West Coast thing. I would call that just him maybe flipping it. Like, since since what we were doing on the West Coast, we were pulling from funk. Mm-hmm. I think they, that he pulled from the Motown. Like, that maybe that's what he did or whatever. But um, I don't know what I was going to say next. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brain fart. What, what about some... <laughs> let's talk some more about these songs. Okay, so. let's do that. Um, Where do you guys want to go? Come on, what? come on. Come on. I'm just going to put it out here. Just do it. So, of course, we're pretty sure we know which one's my favorite song. Of course. The one with Kendrick on it. Dedication is my shit. <laughs> I played that shit five times in a row. I could not... So this is what I want to say first. I couldn't get past the first five songs. Okay. Like, the first few songs, like yes. I couldn't get past for a, a long time. Because they're so good. They're, yeah, I kept... like I love rap niggas. I love young nigga. I love... Last time that I checked. checked. Yeah. Yes. With that YG. Shit. Yeah. And what's funny is that we were just talking about how boring YG was. So here's here's something I noticed about this Nipsey Hustle album. He told all these rappers, you want to be on my shit? Keep all that goofy shit somewhere else. I don't want you... <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. Uh, YG didn't come with no goofy shit on nope. this album. He was straight rapping. 
Kendra didn't come with no goofy rapping. Mm-hmm. He or singing, sorry. Yeah, exactly. He mm-hmm. came with straight well, it, bars. If it, don't, if it ain't hit, he didn't come with none of that goofy. That shit, shit was goofy to me. But he, <laughs> he came with just some rapping, some, rap. mm-hmm. some bars, and and I think that's just Nipsey being like, "Nah, bro, you coming on my shit? I need yeah. you to come with that shit." Um, and that's what they did. So yep. for both of them, because we both were talking shit about both YG. And Kendrick on the last one because right. of their <laughs> subpar features, and they came with solid features on this one. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I think a lot of that goes towards being able to put together a song, you know, correctly, like having the right idea for the hook, having mm-hmm. the right person sing the hook. Yes, mm-hmm. all the stuff that we were talking about, you know. <laughs> yes, yeah. I, I don't want to <laughs> just keep shitting on Kyle. Yes, okay. I don't want to. <laughs> but it's it's clear that that um, more thought. And I would say also more resources went into this. For mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think that, I mean, you can just hear quality. Like, you always can hear quality. And I, I think, again, not to shit on cuz, but we just keep going back to it. Like, you couldn't hear the quality that was there for that. Like, you can just compare. Like, this 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 album was on the same quality as, like, Damn. And, like, like just musically. Like, if you, li- if you listen to it, like, the way it was mixed and everything, yeah. it was... It was up there. Like, mm-hmm. this is what people should be releasing albums like. And it also made me think about, like, that's the reason why a lot of these other albums I don't really like because they don't know, like, people don't know how to balance sounds correctly, I guess. Yeah. Maybe the mixing is, isn't isn't done I mean, well. The mix on this thing is great, you mm-hmm. know? And that's, I think, like I was saying before, I love raspy rappers. Mm-hmm. And the way they mix his voice and set it in a lot of these songs the middle, it's, is, is fucking perfect. My favorite track was Sucker Proof. Yes, oh. I, I love the fucking beat, and I yes. love where his voice sits in that motherfucking song. Yes, pop out your lambs because I'm sucking so And the way it fucking comes out, and you, it is it's the like, pocket. He's in that pocket. His his voice is mixed right in the center of this motherfucker, and it punches you right in the face. And it's like it's a physical punch in the face, and I right. fucking love it. Like, you know, I I kind of felt like you liked that uh, partially because of that. That sort of Busta Rhymes reference. Mm. It's like, uh, shit's so dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. That was one of my favorites. But it was also because, like, Jamaican. Oh, it. he killed it. I had, I love I loved that coming in. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. And it was like, the energy didn't die. It's like the beat kind of came back. Right. Mm-hmm. After the Jamaican dude came on. Just, Do you oh, know how hard the it arrangement, was? The, the arrangements right. of these yes. fucking songs. The way that they, they, they build in the choruses and they come back down. There's minor beat switches at some points mm-hmm. in some of these songs. And, and it's, uh, it, it flows. The it, arrangements exactly. is just like the way impeccable. The way that yeah. like he has like little tail ends on the end yep. of, of songs. Even like rap niggas to last time I checked. You know what I mean? Like it, it even though it's not quote unquote conceptual... It flows the like theme. it is. There's the theme. theme. You know yep. what? That, that's what we talk about all the time, the theme. So, yeah. And, and none of these songs, to me, really dragged. Like I so, didn't get right. I, I didn't get tired of it. There's one song I got tired of. There's, only, there's really only one song I felt was a little too long and overstayed its welcome. But one of the positives for me on this album is every song, I almost left the song wanting more. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what, what was the song I thought? It was Status Symbol. Mm. That was the one I felt like dragged a little bit. Um, I liked Blue Laces too. Blue Laces too was dope. That was, I mean, like it was really hard for me to pick a favorite song on this, and I I tried hard not to pick Dedication, but I couldn't come back from the fact that I 
replayed it five times, literally, when I came to that song. Mm-hmm. I was like, this shit is dope. And I love, I just always love hearing true stories and, 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 and le- hearing like real shit from people. Yeah, yeah. This, he, he talks about this. I think he said that he was trying to have the whole thing be like a narrative of his life experiences. Mm-hmm. So you hear stuff about like growing up and trying to grind. And then like other times when he's like, I was almost out of money, you know? Mm-hmm. And it it's it's not all positive like like we hear sometimes where the rappers just talk about having watches, having chains mm-hmm. and stuff. And and that was welcome, you know. And I like I like the fact that like, you know, he says like like even on last time I checked, like he goes like sit down, smoke a cigar with sweat dripping down your face cuz the mission was hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, like because it was hard. Like, yeah, you get to smoke these cigars and shit because you had to work to get your ass there. I think exactly. one thing that he does a lot on this is is saying, like, how much work he had to do. You yeah. know? How much he had to grind. And then and then when he does brag, it, it has some, some There's a, validity to it. Yeah, I, have, you know, I own like, all my masters. I own yeah. my masters, bro. Like, like I mean, on, on, on Blue Laces, too, he said this shit about, you know, city council meetings. They got niggas speaking. Mm-hmm. Billion Dollar Project about to crack the semen. Mm-hmm. You know, so so what if our investments became strategic? Like, right. he's he's giving you that like four forty four Jay Z type exactly. shit. Yeah, but he's also giving you the how I got here. Exactly, he's giving it to you the way that he knows how, and right. as as like a a fucking gang dude, like you know what I mean, like as a hood nigga, you know what I'm saying, like like a lot of people weren't able to feel Jay Z's because he's so far removed from it, but Nipsey seems. So much like he's still in it, you know what I mean? Like he still talks like yeah. it, like he still like walks like he, he, you know what I mean? Like he's still doing the the videos like it, you know what I mean? So it's like it's 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 easier for these guys to like I guess um, um, consume it because it's 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 from, coming from a place that seems so much closer to them, and uh-huh. it's it, it's so real. I mean, like on on grinding on my life, this dude is like he's talking about counting all these Franklins and how it's dope. Mm-hmm. But then he says, I'm married to the game, made this bitch my wife. Mm-hmm. And then she said, I will die alone. And I said, you're probably right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, I know what I'm in for. Right. I already know what I'm signing mm-hmm. up for. I want this money. Mm-hmm. Are you sure you want this money? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I don't care if I die. I want this money. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's so real. Like, it's almost sad how real some of this shit is. But he's a success story. He made it. So. Right. In his instance, it's happy. It's a victory lap. Mm-hmm. But man, how many other people in his situation... Don't get to have this victory lap. Yeah, you know? right. There, there's one other thing related to the victory lap because he says uh, there was an interview I was reading. He was like, all my peers, you know, ended up dead or in prison. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's like just he he. he it's kind of weird because he's like, I worked hard on all this, but at the same time, it's like I'm lucky that I even made it this far, and like I deserve, you know, the credit. And to be able to celebrate that. Mm-hmm. Now, one critique I do have, and it has nothing to do with Nip, is the dream. He what? was not needed on that shit. Oh, yeah. I did not Man. like it. I, I thought that that was um, on Million Why You Young. Yeah, Million Why You Young. I didn't. I, I just said his whole part. Like he could have had like his whole verse, I guess, or whatever you want to call that, could have been cut out, and then like he could have just used the ending part of what he was singing. And that would have made the song better to me. Yeah. Um, I just, I didn't, like, I don't want to hear that shit from Dream. So the, I don't know. The <laughs> ending half, to me, I thought was dope as fuck. Like, 
vibe wise of the album, mm-hmm. I feel like that second half of the song. Bef- like I remember listening to the album the first time, and when I heard the end of that song, I checked it to be like, "Oh, it sounds like it's almost over." Mm-hmm. And it was the next, and the next song after that was the last song. I was like, "That's awesome!" I knew that just yeah. listening to mm-hmm. it. Like it had that decrescendo, like yeah. into like we're winding up, gone almost to the end. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I, I feel you on that. I definitely didn't feel like the weekend added a lot. The weekend. I, I'm sorry. The dream. Oh my god! Like the sound the same. Whatever, dude. Anyway, yeah, but like I didn't, I didn't feel like the weekend dream had uh, <laughs> had uh, he added much. Right. I don't think he like took away from it. Like I don't uh-huh. think it was like a ne- a big negative. Right. But it wasn't a big positive. So mm-hmm. maybe something else right. could have been there. But it. it I it, mean, it wasn't like a huge negative. In the way that I was like, I was trying to say, I was like, what would I critique about this album? Oh, I've, I've got something else. And that was one of the things I would critique. I would critique about it, and uh, how about him having a rapist on a song? Every time Silo's on an album, I'm sorry, I have, to, I have to say it. Mm-hmm. I have to, I have to keep saying it. Yeah, that was, and people keep talking about him like, I, I don't know. Silo keeps popping up on records. I'm gonna keep saying, I, why are you putting rapists on your songs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's song, I, I did, the song. What was helpful for me is that I didn't really like the song that much. Yeah. So I was like, "Yeah, cool." No, I'm I mean, not pe- conflicted. Right. A lot of people actually liked that song. I think, I, and I didn't get it. Like CeeLo did his thing on it. I was like, I, I like the song, but I, I, it's I can't listen to CeeLo. Like, find somebody else to do that. Mm-hmm. Get anybody else to sing that. It's just please. like supporting R. Kelly. I can't do that. It's, and it's like, guys, in our culture, we have to put our foot down. Like, mm-hmm. you can't get mad at at. Uh, Harvey Weinstein Harvey Weinstein keeping his job and not getting locked up if you keep giving this motherfucker work who, mm-hmm. who raped someone right you keep supporting these people that yeah. he needs to be an outcast of the culture like we need to cast this motherfucker out but he keeps popping up on shit mm-hmm. well I I, un- I understand the sentiment but I think that when you're dealing with hip hop you gotta be kind of wondering where you're gonna draw the line cause uh even like Nipsey, like he says some, he says some controversial stuff at a few points in this album. So he says controversial things, but does he rape people? Well, <laughs> let's say that there was a rapper uh, that talked about rape and was like, he didn't actually prove him to do it, but he talked about doing it, and he's like, oh well, we shouldn't support somebody that supports that, and yeah, just. Curious about where you draw the line on something like that. I draw the line when someone is taken to court for raping someone and their defense is it's not rape if the person doesn't remember the rape. Rape rape victims remember. Yeah. When someone says something like that, and you know, you can be charged with whatever you want to be charged with, but when that's where your head is, when that's where your thinking is, it's a problem. Yeah. We can't we, we 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 can't say that's okay. We can't. Yeah. Right. So every time you show up, CeeLo, on an album, I'm going to give you shit. Sorry. Yeah. I'm not sorry, not sorry. <laughs> All uh, right. Well, real quick, I think we should mention uh, Hustle and Motivate. Yes. How do you guys feel about that? That was a very surprising sample. And I was very surprised as to how he wrote the beat on that one, too. Like, it, it, I, it was not expected. I was wondering how so he was... So what was the song? Sampled? Right. I'm what, sorry? Was, what was the song that was sampled? Oh, Hard Knock Life, mm-hmm. Jay-Z. 
Hey. So yeah, so that that like that was a very interesting way. Like they slowed it down, and then I was I I don't I don't know why I think I was expo- expecting him to have a slower flow, but he double timed it, mm-hmm. and which was something that I don't know why, but it surprised the shit out of me, and I loved that. Like it, that song is awesome. It's so hard to like. I don't think there were very many bad songs on this album. There was I mean everything flowed, but it was Dude, just. It's like. You were talking about the first five songs. It's like mm-hmm. once you get past those first five dope songs, it's like it never lets go. Right. It's, and so saying the word victory lap to me makes perfect sense because it's mm-hmm. like it gears up and it's like you hit that fifth, sixth gear and it's like it never slows down. It's like the album just keeps coming song after song after song. You're just like, I fucking love this one. I love this one. I don't know. Yeah, it was hard for me to find a song I didn't like. What was also interesting, I was so happy to be reviewing this album. I I was happy to put this album on multiple times. Yeah. Like, as opposed to Cos, as opposed to, like, a couple of other albums that yeah. we listened to for this fucking podcast. Like, this was fun for me. Oh, my God. Nipsey, <laughs> Nipsey knows how to make hooks. Yes. Like, I, I mean... Or have somebody else Kaz, do the hook. like, you're talented and shit. I, I know we keep, like, throwing Damn, the shit. how many... It's just... <laughs> it's just... It's it's there's you got some some work to so do. Dreamville like this interview is the shit is definitely not happening. I got know, it. right? <laughs> but but I mean, we we got to be critical. We got to make sure that we're providing constructive criticism. And I think the like if you put up Cause's album to a Nipsey album, I mean, they both probably don't have as much experience in the game sure. as each other. Yeah. But this is the quality that we're getting right now. If She's I'm gonna, holding up Nipsey's album, by the way, guys. Right. We're getting this Nips, Nipsey Hustle album, and that's the quality that, that's being supplied that's also up there with like a Damn album or with a 444. Like these are the quality. This is the quality no that's dope being... No Sundays. Exactly. No, like all these, these dope-ass albums that are up here. How are we... And, and that's the type of shit I like. How am I supposed to hold that up in, in okay. the same line? Well, there, there's... <laughs> I don't say one thing about that because because Kaz was like not not holding attention a lot and it was it was like you're listening you understand the skill but it wasn't it wasn't as fun right so I was actually thinking about this related to like culture too yes with a bunch of songs with with uh, that wasn't fun. a bunch of songs yeah <laughs> you know and a lot of a lot of good producers coming on with good beats and sometimes it's like catchy flows but lyrically you know lacking so mm-hmm. this uh, victory lap felt like we're actually having some fun and we're actually getting skills. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, thanks. Like, finally, it's all coming together. Exactly. Right. It was like almost, I mean, as cliche as it is, the total package. Hey. Mm. The total package. <laughs> 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 all right. Well, did you guys have anything else you wanted to say about this album? I just, I just, it, it was refreshing to listen to. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I really enjoyed it, man. Like, I, I think mean, it might I, be. I could talk about this album for like another hour. Yeah, same. Um, because every single song has a little something. Yeah, you know? everything every, has a little something. There's stories behind all of songs. He worked on this motherfucker. He yeah. gets to sit back with that cigar and wipe the sweat from his face because that this this motherfucker is good. So I I'm gonna right after this now, guys. I have to go to my nearest Best Buy and and buy this album before on CD. I know, before, right? Before they're <laughs> not available <laughs> anymore. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, man. It's it, this that that was a dope album, and uh, it closed perfectly. Yeah. The ending song on this thing was just like the perfect like nightcap. Yeah. <laughs> Good night. Well. Um, oh wait, one more thing. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. One more thing. The bonus tracks. 
Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they were listed as bonus tracks and not mm-hmm. included on the album. Yeah. Because they did not fit in the album at all. Yeah. Um, I liked the songs, but I'm glad they weren't like included in the overall album. Right. They did not match the flow of the album no. at all. Right. Um, so I'm glad there was insight there to have the album end and then you have these two extra bonus tracks listed as bonus tracks right. not just included in the track list. Mm-hmm. That, that was my last piece, guys. I promise. <laughs> I'm off no. my, my, my soapbox. No, but that, that's, a, that's a good point. I agree. Cool. Great, uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Nice. Uh, what? what you, there we go. <laughs> anyway, uh, we are done with this episode. So we appreciate you guys um, listening and everything. Um... We actually have a special thing that's going to be happening all throughout March. Hey. And um, we're going to be uh, doing some something, like, I don't know, we haven't really named it yet, but... It's like March Madness. But for rappers. Rappers. Yeah. Under 30. Under 30. So we're going to start, we're going to pick our our top 16 and yes. see how we get to the, the, the last one. Yes. The last man standing. Last woman standing. Last possibly. rapper standing. Exactly. Hey. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Um, you guys can also chime in and give us your thoughts on what we did right, what we did wrong. Um, all that good shit, all right? And you can follow us on all so- social media platforms. Social. social. At Through the, the Crate. crate. Um, and you can also go to www.throughthecrate.com if you need anything from us. Uh, send us an email, through the crate at gmail.com there you go yeah. fuck it I don't know send yeah. us something like tell us what the fuck you thought you never right that's it <laughs> and we're out this motherfucks alright alright deuces <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>